welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Davy Lips and my man Gio once again. Hey, man. You, you just had to go and show me that, didn't you? <laughs> I may, Why? I may or may Why? not have got Gio wound up literally minutes God, before we've started. I was like, really, Zen? I'm dealing with a migraine. I'm like, really, just been in a good mood. And I was like, there's nothing going on with wrestling this week. Probably just talk over the shows, and then you had to go, and you had to show me that. <laughs> Why? Because it's news. Oh, God. It, it, it makes me, it, it's just, it, it rubs so much anger. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those that don't know, I sent him, first of all, some news about the AEW ratings. <laughs> Obviously, they're at like a five-month low um and nxt like went past them this week and stuff um which obviously we want to and then there was while i was looking at that news there was a bit about chris jericho on an area that AEW needs to improve and then the balance in comedy and seriousness and why wwe comedy doesn't work <laughs> and this was on with their keeping it 100 with conan so what do you think That's not comedy. Few months. He's fallen in a vat of mimosa. He's had orange juice dropped on him. He's yep. lollygagging in Las Vegas. He did a fucking musical. Yeah. And the thing is, like, the example he used, he was like Harley racing Jim Duggan with a big giant salmon and dumping punching punch bowls over each other. Now, when I read that, I'm like, wait, you literally got dropped in a vat of orange juice. <laughs> Comedy doesn't work in wrestling. Yeah. So says the guy getting thrown in orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and he was, the other bits he said in there, Vince loves that stuff. That's why let me try some stuff. Song and dance routine. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Dummy WWE comedy is dick and fart jokes. That's why it doesn't work. Was, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it seemed a little bit weird. He did say the area they need to be improving on was like the same storylines at the same time. He used no, MJF. Their women's division. Their yeah. women's division. Yeah, please. Please make it work. I don't know how many times they have to say it. But I was looking at the, you know, we put, I pulled up the news of the rankings, uh, like the ratings even. And it has been dropping pretty hard. Why do you think that is? Because everyone seems really hyped by AEW. Everybody's seen everybody face each other at this point. You think it's just depth of roster then? Yeah. We've seen we've seen a combination of everybody versus everybody unless they're on dark. Yeah. So I mean, bringing I mean, up some the of these dark are... guys and let them have a platform. Yeah, you want to see some, some fresh these, stuff. Sometimes dark is better than the actual show. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. And, you know, looking at the ratings, numbers for NXT are, are going very well. NXT's chugging along quite well. Um, that's the thing. And I've always said this with NXT, and I like the way that they do it. They alternate their roster. Yeah. Everything is alternated. They don't keep the same guys every week. One week you'll see Undisputed Error and these guys. The next week you'll see... Breeze Dango with the fashion police. 
Yeah. Like, you never see, it's very often you'll see the same people two weeks in a row. They alternate it. Yeah. One yeah. week you'll see Dexter Loomis, and then another week you'll see the, the Cruiserweight guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because I, I think, like, last week, you know, I, it was good to see, like, Kashida Timothy Thatcher was really good. Um, was a really good match. I thought Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne was just awesome. You know? Uh, was just awesome. Really good. It was quite promo heavy last week. But I think, obviously, I think it had to be a little bit um, because of, like, war games coming up and stuff. Um, and Candice LeRae getting a lot of time. But the point that i thought last week was uh tony storm you think that was i don't know i found that really weird i don't know why they turned tony storm heel you gotta say it like william regal war game (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) i can't do a very good william regal accent even though we're both british right war games right tony storm turning heel though you uh surprise you i don't Um... I'm interested to see a heel, a heel Tony Storm. I just feel like they're turning a lot of... I don't know. People seem to be turning heel and I can't seem to keep up. I don't know. If, as you say, it's NXT rejigging its roster. Um, you know, and so some people will have to turn. A, a lot of women seem to have turned heel. I don't know if that's just me, but like, it feels like women seem to be turning heel a lot. You know, Dakota turned heel, obviously. Tony Storm now. Candice LeRae's gone heel. You know, it seems to be uh, a lot of women going heel, um, of course. But War Games is on, uh, it's this week, isn't it? It's on Sunday, War Games. Oh. So, yeah, we can uh, we can look at that. We'll find the card out. Um, but do you think it's just because it's build up for War Games or do you think there's something wrong with AEW at the minute? There's something wrong. Like I said, we've seen every combination of everybody fight everybody. And now it's just, yeah. But hey, what we needed to see was Sabian power bombed off of a porta potty. Like, come on now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I. <sighs> hey, that whole Miro thing. I know they're all saying, oh, Lana's being punished, but something's going on with Miro over there because that's horrible. Like, the stuff with so- Miro right now is horrible. Like, it, it's worse. I'd rather get- watch the hey, divorce I'm- thing with Lashley. I say this every week. If this was WWE and they were running these storylines with him, they'd be like, "Oh well, he's getting he's getting buried and he's getting ruined." Yeah, I mean he is. I mean it's horrible. I mean it really is horrible. Like what was it this week? They did their video game extravaganza. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does he even go on Twitch that much? I've really ever seen Miro on. No, not really. Now and then. Like, I've seen him a couple of times. I've never really watched it. Um, I've never really watched him. Uh, But I've seen his name on on my follower list for a little bit. To be honest, I've never actually spent time there. I think I watched when he streamed the day after his uh, debut. Um, He streamed, like, from the hotel, say, talking about it and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um... I don't know. I just, as you say, we've seen everything, you know, we've seen everything. Um, Anna Jay losing. I, I don't know. I wanted Anna Jay to win myself. I thought Anna Jay, they could have put the belt on her, pushed that women's division a bit, but no, Sheeta is still there. I thought Anna Jay taking it might have helped. 
Um, really turned Dork Order into like a joke. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And then, um, and of course, Lance Archer coming out trying to deal with Eddie Kingston. I don't know. Um, I wanted Anna oh, Jay to be the future. Now, but... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, it's bang average at the minute. I, I, the problem I see is I, I don't know where they're going with it. You know? I don't know where they're going with it. I mean, Dark Order, a bit of a joke. I mean, Hangman, uh, Hangman Page, you know, made quite light work of John Silver. You know, we saw that powerhouse Hobbs, bit of a beast. I don't mind. He's, he's pretty big. And then again, it's the same things, isn't it? We saw uh, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian against Jericho and Hager. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man, what they've got to do. But obviously numbers don't lie. You know, numbers don't lie. If people are turning off, it's the casuals, you know? The, the casual wrestlers, why would they watch AEW? You know, they are struggling to beat WWE's developmental brand. Because whatever they say about NXT, that's what it is. It's where people go to start. It's not a standalone WWE thing. It is still their development part. So You're getting pulled up from it. It's still a developmental brand. Yeah, exactly. And they're struggling to, to beat it. And they're not becoming their own thing still. I still don't feel like they've got a full identity on what they are. I mean, maybe COVID hasn't helped, you know, not having crowd to get some hype. That might have helped. I'm not going to lie, especially as a new brand. But TNA are doing all right. TNA are coming on strength for strength during this. You know, I feel like Impact has become better in the in these times. Um, so I don't know. It's, it'd be interesting to see what they do because... If that rating hits the new five-month low, and they've already been going just over a year, that's not a great start, is it? But fingers crossed, because, like, I don't want anyone that listens. I want competition. I want to watch a lot of wrestling. I, I'm enjoying Impact. You won't see me, and I would call Impact out at the moment. I think Impact's really, really good, um, you know? And I want competition of wrestling, because, uh, you know, it makes WWE react. They have to react when these things happen and it makes them better product and then none of us lose, you know? Um, but yeah, it is, uh, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, I like it. They're very skit heavy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've actually just got the card up here for War Games, which you may as well have a quick look at. So Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match amazing yeah yeah sign me up because cameron grimes like he's really really good he's so good he's good on the mic he's got he's good with his character and of course loomis is loomis like you can't you can't beat him um that would be a great match especially with the strap um two of nxt hmm? yeah two of my favorites of nxt yeah. and i think you know fight each other i definitely think future They'll be in and around title pitches, you know, later on. Um, I thought this was a tag team. Yeah, yeah. That could work as a tag team too. Definitely. I mean, Loomis is, is a beast. Grimes is a beast. It's funny that you'd see them now on NXT and you're excited after TNA and stuff. It's funny, isn't it, how it all works out, this stuff. Um, speaking of title matches, there is a North American triple threat. Leon Ruff, the champion Leon Ruff. <laughs> Damian Priest it. and Johnny Gargano. Leon's retaining, isn't he? Well, 
Why Damien not? Priest and Gargano are going to beat the hell out of each other, and Leon's going to do some kind of roll-up shit, isn't he? <laughs> I can feel it. Is the dude is the underdog. Mm. And that's the thing. He actually feels like an underdog because he has got some skill. Like, okay, we can, we're laughing and joking. Leon Ruff is, is good, you know? I Like, the way he's booked is funny. Um, and this is a great opportunity for him, you know? Is this like the first of the Evolve guys to get a real push in it as well? Theory was. Ah, yeah, Austin Theory, yeah. What's happened to him? Where's he gone? <laughs> 205, yeah. Um, so there's that match. There's the female War Games match, which is Team Shotzi, which is Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and a lady who's not been confirmed yet. Wasn't confirmed last night? No, Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley against Team Candice, which is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Tony Storm, and Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez. Who do you think the last spot's going to go to? Do you think someone returned? Tessa Blanchard, finally. Do <laughs> you think it's Tessa Blanchard, finally? I'm going to keep saying it whenever they leave like an open woman spot. It's got to be soon, and it, surely she's going to need to go back to work at some point. And I can't see her going anywhere but WWE. Um, but that's that War Games match. And then the male War Games match. Undisputed Era versus Team McAvee. Oh, that's going to be a banger. Like, Pat McAvee, where has he come from? Like, how all of a sudden is, like, the most annoying guy on the kickoff show and the guy with such opinions on NFL, all of a sudden, NXT money. Like, he is money right now. Um, no, he reminds me of, I don't know if you watched TNA at the time. Back when Lashley was there, he had that dude as his manager from America's Top Team. Oh, I don't think so. I might have to dig that out because I right. watched a lot. A little bit of homework there. I think it was like 2015, 2016. Ah, yeah, I'd stopped watching by then. The main champion. And basically, he took... It was, it's an, a legit MMA guy. Hold on, I'll look up his name. Mm. I have to say as well, for this team, McAvee, like, it's been a great push for Birch and Lorcan. Much, much needed. I mean, those two have always put on bangers of matches, you know? Like, absolute bangers. Um, so to have them now with a good run is pretty damn good. Um, and Pete Dunne. I think, you know, this could this lead to Pete Dunne title opportunity later? Maybe. You know, definitely maybe. Um, I think it's about time. Definitely North American. Um, I, I'm assuming, like, from the triple threat that it will lead off to, you know, like... His name, his name is Dan Lambert. Dan he Lambert. He is legit. He is, like, he's the owner of America's Top Team, which is uh, Lashley's MMA, like, training camp and everything. Oh, like, okay. the people that Lashley trains with. This right. dude... Came out of nowhere on TNA and had some of the best Mike Gold. He did a promo that is so much worth looking into where he legit just started trashing on wrestling fans for calling him like, you don't know wrestling. And he sat there and he was like, do you know what I have in my bag right now? And like, he just started pulling off all these old championship belts that he's collected. Like the first NWA title, this title from this. And he was naming the dates and who they wrestled with. And he was like, so if you're going to come and tell the guy who's got all this and knows his history that I don't know wrestling, it was such a good heel promo. Nice. Nice. Might have to that's who that. Matthew reminds me of. Yeah. It's just, uh, 
do that's good on the mic. So how long do you think McAvee's going to stick around though? I mean, he seems to be well into this. Like, around, man. You think this is a long-term thing? Because like he is, he is on fire right now. And if he's putting himself in a War Games match, like, there's going to be some spots. Like, I like it. I, I like it. I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for it. I, I think it's a great group. Birch and Lorcan, I've been desperate for some, you know, you know you get what you're going to get with them. Pete Dunn is a dude. Undisputed Era know their stuff. I, I just, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I I'm think, all about it. And it's going to be worth watching that entire show just for that War Games match. But you know? what it's worth with all the stuff that got re-flipped around because of the injuries, NXT's done great. You know, they, they, they lost the British guy. They lost Killian Cross. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, how, when Cross can't be that far away from coming back, though, can he? Got to be close. Got to be close. It's been a while now. The British it? guy should be back soon too, no? Uh, Holland, yeah, because he was messed up actually. He messed himself up pretty bad, but um, yeah, 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 I... yeah. But exactly. Or... I mean, you think they got those two still to come? You know, you still got you know uh, Champers in there somewhere. You know, so be interesting. They've got they they've definitely now got real depth on their roster. You know, real depth. But I'm saying like this. NXT hasn't stopped a beat despite losing these guys and having to refix up their War Games card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, them four matches on there—it's it's gonna be, you know, they're gonna be crazy matches. You know, as I say, Loomis Grimes is gonna be great. Whatever the Leon Ruff stuff with Damian Priest is just doing so well at the minute. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna be. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it anyway. On Sunday, so make sure you watch it on Sunday because we'll be reviewing it next week. All hyped about Pat McAvee going off the top of War Games cage through four tables, you know, some some madness, some madness side will note, happen. Side note, guys, Derek's yeah. trying to roll me into some other bet, and I will not allow it because <laughs> I refuse. He wants. He said the next bet we have, if I lose it, I have to watch Greg the Hammer Valentine matches. Come on, now, man. I, Come I on, like man. the analogy. But you will not rope me into watching any sort of... Greg the Hammer was a dude. With that big elbow. The poor man's Dusty Road elbow. Come on, man. <laughs> well, next bet. Next bet is all Greg the Hammer on you, sir. All Greg the Hammer on you. You know you love it. I made a list. You know I've met the man? What, Greg I Hammer? I've met the man. I like I've been on shows with him. The man has the personality of a zombie. Like you go to shake his hand and he's just like, <laughs> he's just stolen. Oh man! Come on, think of all them great tag matches with Honky Tonk you could watch. You know, there's all kinds of Greg the Hammer matches you could get your paws on. <laughs> Didn't he? Didn't his music start with like an anvil hitting or something? It's like a dong. <laughs> so oh, much no. for even thinking about this because it's not happening. <laughs> no. The fact that he tried to play like Valentine, like he's supposed to be this gorgeous guy. He's just a big, ugly bloke who looks like a cigar store Indian. Does with all his nose just mushed across his face? Like, come on. 
There's nothing pretty about it's like Brutus Beefcake calling himself Beefcake. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing pleasing about it. You're not uh, a ladies' man like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> well, you know the list. So it's Greg the Hammer, Coco Beware, Duke the Dumpster Drosy. That that's the three. <laughs> they are can the I, three on the next bet. Can I take Coco Beware or Duke the Dumpster Drosy? <laughs> <laughs> Anything but Greg. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh. But man, he was just like just. He was like a glorified jobber, wasn't he? That they just fed him to people. I remember. I think I watched him in a match with Dino Bravo. It might have been big in the eighties. Like he had the Intercontinental Title and feuding mm. with like Jimmy He was always Smuckle. on like the early WrestleManias. Like he was always in a match. You know, like he always had someone. Um, always in a rumble. Oh. Funny, isn't it? But yeah, no talent, no personality. He had, he had what I call one of the worst matches I've ever watched: Royal Rumble. 1990. It's him versus Ronnie Garvin in an I Quit match. These two idiots didn't realize the rules of an I Quit match is to make them say I quit. So he just kept rolling around. They kept rolling around and trying to get pinfalls on each other. Oh, no. <laughs> Swear to God, there's like four times where they reversed the move into a pin. And then the referee and the commentators are like, um... We can't. We, 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 it's an I quit match. <laughs> See, it's look at the, this glorious content that you would get to consume. You know? <laughs> well, next time you say you want to make a bet, you know the outcome. If you want to bet, make sure you're sure. <laughs> because you know the outcome. <laughs> but, God, it's such a. Like. There's a spot in the match where he puts Ronnie Garvin in the figure four. And Ronnie Garvin no-sells it by putting his fingers up to his ear and giving the old... <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to find this match. I've been watching them all since 88. How have I missed that one? I must have fell asleep during it or something. God damn. I feel like I would have watched that. But I am up to like WrestleMania 13 I've just watched. Uh, which um, which was saved by that Austin Hitman match. Like, completely saved. That WrestleMania really sucks. Like, the rest of it sucks. You know, I don't want to see like Rocky's dad coming up, beating down the Sultan, and, you know, I don't want to see it. I like Iron Bret Hart, shoot. like, going into business for himself before the main event and just trying to do shoot promos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coming out and... Trash it on Psycho Sid. <laughs> and that was like, you know, Ken Shamrock's debut as the ref. You know, I don't know. It was great. Like, for that match, to watch the crowd turn on Brett and start to cheer for Austin, like, during the match, you don't get that very often, you know? Um, I, like I said, all I remember is Bret Hart came out, like, prior to the match. It was just like, I should have been in this main event. I was fucking screwed. Screwed. And he's just like, show Michaels, his pussy foot knee injury. I was screwed. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes out and hits Psycho Sid with a chair. And then comes and, back out. <laughs> like, what? Pants. Sid poops his pants during the tombstone. Yeah. 
yeah, it was a very poor WrestleMania, though. Bar that match. That match saved that for me. Like, the rest of it, you know, like, there was a very awkward tag match with Bulldog Owen and Vader Mankind. It was awkward and it was clumsy, you know, and Rock rolling up the Sultan, Rikishi, you know, whatever he is, you know. <laughs> I don't know. The many faces of Rikishi. Um, yeah, it was just, it was horrible. So I'm onto it in your house now. Listen, yeah. that Chicago street fight was just as good. They used a real fucking sink. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Even though it had Ahmed Johnson in it, who, God, if you can try without putting on any sort of subtitles to understand any promo he cuts, God bless you. Because he just gets really loud and... He brought back the Legion of Doom. It was good to see them again, but... You could see, like, only after I watched, like, Dark Side of the Ring, I watched back some Legion of Dune matches. And actually then you can see, oh, my God, yeah, Hawk was a mess, huh? Like, because I remember watching that SummerSlam where he was drunk and just staggering around the ring. And, you know, you can see DBRC is like, what do we do? <laughs> well, you, you know, that's why they got fired, right? He didn't yeah. return. He stayed overseas. And fucking partied after SummerSlam. Wow. Yeah, because he was like, wrecking that match. He like, did all his bookings, and they were just like, he never got back on the plane. And he didn't come at all after that, because then didn't Animal go, like, solo for a little bit, like, house shows and stuff? Road Warrior Crush. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Crush, man. Here you go. We got a big... Beefy guy that can wrestle, but what do we do with him? We, we don't know. We'll put him in Demolition. No, that didn't work. We'll put him in Nation of Dominate. No, that didn't work. Put him in Legion of Doom. No, no, that's not working. <laughs> we'll put him in a match with Doik and have him wear bright colors, even though he's got the angriest face in the land. <laughs> his real-life drug conviction and make him a jailbird gimmick. Yeah. Jailbird. Uh, it's just poor guy. Just uh, just never got yeah, off. Like, oh, God. And then... Vince McMahon's like idea of it was like a dude with a nose ring going from his one part of his face to the other. <laughs> but it's okay because you're running into gang war style soon. God help you. Oh, I know. 97, 98 is yeah. the one that you get the you get the truth commission, baby. Oh god. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be exciting. Let's keep going before we just keep ranting about 97. Ranting about 97. Let's get on to SmackDown, because SmackDown, I thought, this week was really, really good. Um, Well, the opening and closing segment stuff, the stuff with Kevin Owens. So I thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan that was going to be working. Apparently, that's still the plan for the Rumble. But at the moment, um, it's Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, looking likely for TLC. Um... I thought the end was amazing. I thought that's Kevin Owens at his very, very best. Um, I yeah, and Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, man, I could. Uh, I don't know. So you don't, think, you don't think it's Owens and Reigns? So apparently they still want to go with Bryan Roman think, at Royal Rumble. Do you think that's going to be after the Rumble? Do you think it's they're going to have Reigns versus or? or uh, Uso versus Owens and then yeah. So I think they're going to do versus, Owens first know. against Roman, which Roman will win, and then Owens will go do some stuff with Jay Uso. Um, okay, so I, you're that's saying what I 
you're saying probably TLC will be Owens. Yeah. Owens and Reigns. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. TLC will be Owens Reigns, and Jay Uso will help Reigns win or get involved, and that will move Owens onto Jay Uso, and then they'll go ahead with the Daniel Bryan Roman thing because, like, probably that kind of match, especially with where Roman Reigns is right now. Wasted it for a TLC. I don't think makes sense. I think, and Brian doesn't need to be in the Rumble, so you could do Reigns Brian quite happily at the Royal Rumble. I think, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do going into WrestleMania because at the minute it's the Roman <laughs> Reigns show. Like for me, but uh, yeah. I'm okay with it. This push is what he should be. Yeah, like it's I, I would say right now. There isn't anyone I just better think than that Roman it's, I like it's a mix of Roman Reigns and his Liaki gimmick. Like, it's a mix of the two of the gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, is that that's going so well, SmackDown doesn't have anything else. So, like, SmackDown is good when Roman's involved. Like, the opening segment was with, with Jay and stuff, and, you know, and Roman Reigns was really, really good. Um, and then the closing segment with Owens, we've ranged just watching, but I thought it was really, really good. You know, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think Owens is perfect for Roman right now to see through the winter. I mean, they could stick with, they might not even do Daniel Bryan. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they continued with Kevin Owens all through the rumble. I mean, they could do that. Um, but yeah, the problem is the rest of SmackDown, I don't know what it is. You know, it just feels like filler until Roman Reigns comes back on the telly. You know, like the Natalia and Bianca Belair stuff and no idea what's going on with the Corbin and Murphy stuff or what it's supposed to accomplish. Like, I don't know. Um, you know, Brian and Zayn. Hold, the phone with, hold your phone with SmackDown there. How is Barry Corbin the heel when it took like five guys to, to to screw him over on a win. I know. I know, right? How? How are they the faces and he's the heel? It was a five. It was literally like four on one. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, the evil heel on the wrong end of a numbers game. But do you think it works because it's Corbin? Like, nobody likes Corbin anyway. Like, we almost... Do you think people are like, yeah, that's fine. Screw Corbin. Screw, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, But yeah, he did demand that he wanted... Uh, that he said the Mysterio family are cowards and he wants a rematch next week. But I, I don't know what they're... I don't know what they're trying to... Um, trying to achieve with that Murphy and Corbin stuff. Like, and the Mysterios. I don't understand. Because, like... Dominic was on the apron, and then Murphy like moved out of the way, and then he got his foot on the ropes, and Dominic knocked the foot off the ropes, and you're like, what has happened here? <laughs> Poor Corbin. Uh, got completely screwed. Um, How is that a face move? Yeah. How? I, d I don't know. How is knocking his foot off the ropes a face move? Yeah, it's not. It's not. Not at all. So I, I, Man, That's what I think. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with it. You know? I've been on this kick of noticing faces that are doing that that have done heel tendencies. Yeah, yeah, because they're showing here's they're showing heel. Here's, here's another one. How was Stone Cold a face when his whole gimmick was that he was harassing his boss and destroying his boss's property? 
How is he the face of this? Yeah, just randomly stuttering everyone. Like, doesn't matter Not who. Even random. <laughs> the storyline legit started because Vince McMahon said, right, I care for you and your neck injury. Please don't cut your own heart until you're feeling better. He just stunned him. How <laughs> is this guy? How, how, how did he become the face? Because if you look back, he's destroyed the boss's cars. He's destroyed his limos. The like, DX Express. He blew that up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like he's drunk but, at work. Like it's a bad role model to have really. Isn't it? <laughs> but you did it last week too. So wait, two weeks in a row now. You said Hogan was a heel. Now you're saying Austin's a full heel. Come on, man. You're ruining kids' dreams here. <laughs> uh, one thing I am interested to see from the SmackDown non-Roman Reigns stuff, Belair versus Bailey. I am all about. All about. Um, I like Bianca Belair. Yeah. And I think I, where I, Bailey is right now, that'd be really good for her. You know? I like this that she's like the female Mr. Perfect gimmick right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it suits her because she's she's got that confidence. She shows that confidence. You believe her when she shows that confidence. I just like know? that Vince McMahon's actually using her, not being like, she's not the one here. Make that her gimmick. Her yeah. gimmick is she's got long hair. Um, but yeah, it was a solid SmackDown. I don't like seeing Daniel Bryan taking brainbusters like he he did on the outside uh, on the ring eight. I like, don't like watching Daniel Bryan take many moves sometimes. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Exactly, brainbuster on the ring apron. I was like, oh, like no. I remember when he came back, like the first time he came back and he did that ladder match and he was like going headbutt bananza crazy and I was like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Stop! But the guys like him, you know, and we'll get when we get to Raw in a minute with what Jeff Hardy bloody did. Like, oh, dude, oh, dude, I almost had kittens. I'm like, Jeff, you're not, you're not 22 anymore. You can't do this stuff for much longer. Please stop. The same with Daniel Bryan, like a brainbuster. Unless they do their moves to put that fear in us. But yeah, I don't want to watch Daniel Bryan taking a brainbuster on a ring apron. Please, please do not do it. Um, the bit that I did want to get on. Biggie, I'm bored okay. a bit. I'm yeah, bored. you told I me am this. Bored of Big E and his stupid little shtick now. Still at the back. I'm over it. I'm over it. I I yeah, read all the me, time that they're gonna they're gonna push me, him. You told me the rumors. So. Yeah. So the rumor is Big E is in line to win the Royal Rumble. Big E is one of the names. I I cannot have that while he's doing this stupid little thing still that he's doing. If he's now on his own. You know, and New Day, like Kofi and Woods, have gone off and they're doing their own thing with the Hurt Business. Have they, and, you know? have they even changed Biggie's entrance name yet? Nothing. Nothing. Like, it, it's not working on its own. In the New Day, it worked really good. You know, I like that he got up in Sami Zayn's face. Hopefully, you know. I don't know. I just, I don't like his, his shtick right now. I'm just not, you know, because he, like, the bit that come back is he, I think it was after the Murphy match. He was messing around with Apollo Grooves and Zayn was like, you're blocking my way to an interview. Gloats about the count out wins. And then Big E was just being an idiot. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they need to do something. If Big E is going to be 
the guy, then they have to they have to do something. You know, they have to do something. They have to change him because, as I say, one of the talk is that Big E is in the conversation to win the Royal Rumble. I don't see it myself. I see them, him and um, Zayn, probably going at it uh, myself. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So Big E, right now, here's the odds. This is the odds. Big E is two to one. Edge is nine to two. McIntyre and AJ Styles at six. Brock Lesnar, Keith Lee, and The Rock all at eight. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Bray Wyatt then make out the top. So yeah, Bro, Big, you're not, Big E you're, and you're Edge not, are the favorites right now. Is not going to participate in an empty arena. No, he's yeah. not going to do it. I think they do that just to cover themselves in case. Uh, I can't see The Rock coming back to win the Rumble. I can see The Rock being the guy to face Roman Reigns. But then if Big E wins, that's a SmackDown show, isn't it? So, yeah. So Big E but and Edge it, are the favorites. But doesn't the winner select what show they want to go for? They can. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah. But the thing is, Raw doesn't need the winner. Raw's main event for me. Unless like, Edge is, is winning the Rumble. Is Raw's, that their safe? I'm just saying, maybe that's their safe goat in case Big E doesn't work as a solo guy. They can just have him win the Rumble, do it at do it at Mania, lose, but then he'll be back on Raw because of that, and then he can be back with New Day. Maybe. Maybe it's a safe bet. Yeah. Maybe they have him work with Sami Zayn a bit, like through TLC. Sami Zayn can do some dodgy shenanigans. But yeah, if Big E is going to get that push, he needs he needs a gimmick quick. He needs something, you know, like, because I just don't think the solo New Day thing is working very well. It's getting quite dull. I want to see Big E, you know? I want to see Big E do well. I do. And, and from all I hear is that they're very high on Big E, you know? Um, we're only a few weeks. We're only like a few weeks in. We haven't really got a chance yet. Hmm. I suppose so. But as I say, the back the backstage thing that he does right now is already getting a little old for me. Like the only thing they did is they shot themselves in the foot by making the draft so close to Survivor Series where they couldn't build on anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, right, and then uh, on to Raw. Raw last night. Oh, we've covered all the shows today. We're ready. I like Raw. Raw was I good. Raw last night. Yeah, I, but loads of people have said it was like two steps back after a good week. I see someone give it like four and a half out of ten, and I was like, "Am I? Do I watch something else? Do I? You know? Do I? Do I see something else? I thought it was all right. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I thought the stuff at the beginning with the Alexa, Randy Orton thing was really really good because it it give it puts in your head. That there's a chart, you know, that the fiend isn't as t as untouchable, you know. It starts to show, which you need to, because otherwise, it, the it fiend also, would get really boring. It also shows that Orton's not gonna fuck like doesn't want to fuck around either, because he he gets scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that that whole beginning bit was really good, and Alexa is just huge, you know, like it's just huge. Like, um, she's just amazing right now. Just amazing. But I thought the whole beginning bit was, was good. Um, I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, and then it kicked off with this Elias Hardy. It was like a hardcore match with musical weapons. 
Hardcore musical we weapon match. Now, the end. That's what I want to get to. Talking of moves we don't want to see people do. Jeff Hardy did a swanton from the from the turnbuckle, top of the, the, the post, onto the ground through a table and, you know, a bunch of little guitars and violins. Like, did you see how close to the steps he was? Like, did you see? Like, it was crazy. And, like, you're it, like, I, oh, no. Jeff. I the, the one time he did a crazy thing for TNA because he couldn't go overseas. And they had, it was, like, him versus James Storm. And James Storm hit him with a beer bottle. And he, like, fell off the cage. And he landed shoulder first on the ring steps. Ugh. Right on just... <laughs> What? People thought it was a botch, like it was that. But it's Jeff Hardy, though, and he doesn't seem to care. You know? I mean, in the match, Elias, like, gouged into a, a speaker and apparently got an electric shock, which was pretty funny. But, yo, like, that Jeff move. And the thing is, I quite enjoyed it. Then some parts of that match was, was good fun. Um,. It had a 24-7 hardcore -y feel. Um, the bit I didn't get was a rope break. They gave rope break, didn't they? For, you know, even though it was no DQ, I didn't think that was like a thing. Um, I think that was a mistake there. But I don't know. Yeah, it was It was a good start. Good, solid start. Um, and then we got a bit more of Retribution. So obviously we're going to get to um, Maya Yim's debut with her mask falling off after a few seconds. <laughs> They don't help this retribution, do they? But the Slapjack um, Ricochet match, I have to admit, I thought it was a mess. An absolute mess. Um, don't know. I, I, maybe it was Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne, I thought, like, as Slapjack, I, he's, I don't think he's very good. Uh, Ricochet, I don't know what's happened to him myself, but... There you go. I click on if you click on that. I don't know if you can watch while you're doing this, but if you look at that oh real quick, if you, <laughs> if you watch that, you will literally see the bump I'm talking about. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it right now. Um, Just watch him fall. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, look, they're shaking the doors. Wow, yeah. He's he's just, uh, oh my Wait god. For the so fall. right now, James Storms just climbed to the top of the. Cage, they've opened the door, bam. And, oh my god, yeah, he just bounces off the steps. Like, he doesn't yeah. even try and land awkward, like, like he doesn't Jesus even try Christ. and land it. Like, he doesn't even try and land it. Yeah, oh my but... god, Jeff Hardy. Oh. He doesn't care. Um, yeah. Ow! So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, Slapjack Ricochet was a mess. I don't know what Dana Brooke was coming out, like, and slapping Ali, even though she wants to fight Mia. I don't know. Yeah, it was garbage. Um, and I'm starting to, like, think that Retribution was, like, a panic put together. Cause, but I feel sorry for them because they're talented boys. And it would be difficult for them to come back from. Um, yeah. And then uh, we had Lana and Oscar. Um, oh, again, so this was a point of Raw where it dipped for me. Like, I, the problem is, right, they're trying to book Lana 
as like an underdog. Yeah, she's getting punished, but they are making it trying to look like she's an underdog with a push. Now, the reason underdog stories work is because they have some skill. Hey, the record was broken. She didn't go through a table. She didn't. She didn't. But uh, I don't know. Oscar, Oscar looked great. Oscar saving Lana every week is not going to make Lana a, you know, it's not going to make Lana a, 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 a face. You're gonna, eventually, you think? Who? What, Lana? You think that's what that's going to eventually lead to? Maybe, but she's not very good. She's not! And that's the trouble. Like, I, I want to get behind a story like that. I love them. But Lana is terrible. <laughs> Like, I don't know. She's, she doesn't even seem to be getting very any better. Um, I just think she's going through the motions until her contract is up. Yeah, I think so. And But the thing is, what it's ruining is, I don't think, like, looking at how Shayna and Nia were, I don't think they care. I mean, did you see the way that, like, Nia went out of the ring when she, like, pulled the ropes down? Like, it was so false and so fake. So I, I don't think it's helping anyone right now. And I think they need to... Need to put a stop to it or, yeah, at somewhere. Because I can't see what it's leading to. I just can't. Um, then there was uh, Xavier Woods versus Cedric Alexander. Um, it was weird because I, I was at an advert and then I came back and the match had already started. So I was like, oh, great. Cheers. Um, I quite like the match. I think Woods Do and Alexander. Do they Alec anymore? Remember for like short short they would do like even the commercials running you'd see like the little picture in the corner yeah i, I haven't well they, i don't think they do that over here they may do they don't do it over here like we go for like a few seconds and then we come back but this match had already started right so. i've watched that's a funny big dimension because i've i've gotten a few like because i'm a tape trader and stuff like i get authentic vhs tapes and stuff and then i put them on my hard drive I have a few Sky Sports ones, and, like, they give no fuck sometimes about wrestling. No. They'll fucking cut right in for fucking football. <laughs> yeah, you're talking they, SummerSlam. They, I have SummerSlam, <laughs> my favorite one, it's SummerSlam 92. And we're about to get a match of, like, Crush versus the Repo Band. And I guess they've decided, like, ah, oh, fuck it, these two dudes suck anyway. <laughs> they fucking bust in, they're like, Breaking news with your sports for the Monday night football. It's like, oh my God. And they're like, take a boo, son. Take a boo. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. This is like the most English thing ever. They give no fucks. <laughs> Pretty about much. A live pay per view, whether or not SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The football would always come first. I, I think what they used to do, or they they still sometimes do, they start on one channel, and then like when another event comes on, they just like, okay, now you need to go and change to the other channel if you want to keep watching because we're turning it off here. Like it's over. <laughs> we're done on this channel. Turn over if you want to carry on. If not, you're watching football. Um, yeah. I, I think it's got a lot better. It feels a lot better now it's on BT Sports. I never imagined that I'd watch wrestling on anything there's, but, you know, Sky. Like There's it's... legit live adverts during the pay-per-views for Sky Sports. Mm, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Like, after a match or something, they'll cut in with like a Foster's beer commercial or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The adverts. And it's like, wow, over here, we don't do that at all. It's just strictly right on to the next thing, pay-per-view. Oh, no, there'll be adverts in ours. Absolute adverts <laughs> in ours. But yeah, as I say, when I come back to mine, the Woods-Alexander match had already started. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, right, I'm a big... I'm all about the Hurt Business. Hurt Business have definitely been the best thing since for 2020 for Monday Night Raw. Just like, I just, yeah. You just I, like, you just want them to be the beatdown clan. They are I, the beatdown clan. They've, everyone's got a place. So it's Lashley and MVP. Cedric Alexander is Loki. Shelton Benjamin's Kenny King. Just need to get Joe off that desk. Get Joe off that desk and get him involved. I don't think he's coming back. I starting to think that he might not be coming back he seems very comfortable on commentary like he seems very comfortable i haven't seen no rumors i keep seeing that joe could be one to fight with roman reigns but they're clearly going in the direction although, of owens and brian harassing aj styles in his wife yeah <laughs> with old wendy <laughs> i was i was watching actually do you remember the promo when he told Brock Lesnar, like, look at me when I'm talking to you. He came out and just slaughtered, like, Roman Reigns. I was watching the one where he told AJ Styles, like, you're not going to be coming home to your family, but I'll be coming home to Wendy. And I was like, no, wait. <laughs> and there was another one where he told Jeff Hardy, be, act like you're in an AA meeting and just wait to speak. <laughs> oh, Joe, give zero fucks. Zero fucks, but I can't. I don't think I'm starting to believe that he's not going to wrestle again. I don't know why. I just, I just have a feeling that, yeah. Right now, the bit that I want to stand up and give applause. If you're listening, you have to stand up and applaud this match, this triple threat match: Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, AJ Styles. <sighs> Love it. Match of the night, quite far. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, it was Fair it wasn't enough. that long. Twelve thirty minutes. Do you think the right winner though? Do you think AJ Styles is 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 right? To me, I don't see a good match. Not to be me, but I don't see a good match happening between any of those three and and McIntyre. The original plan supposedly was supposed to be Braun. Yeah. But he's out with a he's out with a knee injury, which yeah, is he why he's actually hurt. Him. Got it at Survivor Series, they're saying, aren't they now? Yeah. Mm. I mean, Braun Drew definitely because it would just be a fight. Drew AJ. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's better AJ because then Lee and Riddle are not eating sort of losses, and they don't have to come up with any dodgy endings or anything so maybe of the three aj is the one to do it um but yeah i have to say the match was was amazing i mean keith lee is ridiculous like keith lee is ridiculous but it was it was awesome like watch the match definitely match of the night match of the week for me it was it was just awesome um <laughs> and then there's um dana brooke versus reckoning maya yim and a mask fell off literally as the match started. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, yeah, she lost in like two minutes to a roll-up. 
I don't know what the point of that was. I, 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 I don't get. I mean, Ali then got in the ring berating us saying there's no failure in retribution. And I was like, uh, did you not just watch the last two minutes? Um, but yeah, I don't know what the point. And a mask falling off just made it feel a bit like a joke. Um, and then there was the main event. So the main event was Miz and Morrison versus Sheamus and Drew. Part of me had expected Sheamus to turn heel. I think it's just because I think of she Sheamus, you know. I expect Sheamus to do some Sheamus-y things. I've had this discussion a few live chats. Mm. With a couple of other, well, like a couple of my buddies on Twitch. Like he, he, he doesn't watch and I was in there commenting. Sheamus is like the myth. They work good as heels, but they work awful as faces. Same thing as Dolph Ziggler. They are good heels. They are awful faces. Same thing as Shawn Michaels. He is a good heel. He is not that good of a face. No. Why? It's because of the attitude that they preserve off that you find it hard to cheer them. Seamus is a tough Irish dude that's just like, fuck you. Why Why would he be a face that's just walking around? I, I hate it. 2013 Seamus. I hated him walking around and being like, oh, hey, fella, hey, boy. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, my God. my God. It's the same thing oh. as that fourth Alberto Del Rio face turn where, like, he was like, oh, hello, everybody. I'm Alberto Del Rio now. Yeah. It, it's, it's... Yeah. Face turn should happen if the guy is getting somewhat over with the crowd. Seamus the Miz. Anytime the Miz is a face, it's not good. No. Because you, I, the thing is, I, I like booing them. I like booing those two. You know? I so enjoy my, booing them. Joe so Michaels, besides the boyhood dream, which wore off after a few months of doing that whole stick, he's a better heel. And when he was His trying to... What was the JBL one when Shawn Michaels was broke? Oh, I hated that. His best work comes as a heel. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Same as Seamus. And that's why I was... I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where they're going with Seamus. Like, I don't know if they're pushing this best friend Drew thing because maybe Seamus is going to do Rumble. Maybe Styles is just filling a Braun Strowman gap. And then Seamus steps in. I thought maybe they would do Keith Lee. I thought mm. Keith Lee was going to win that triple threat because they were going to bring back that angle where, like, they were buddies. They seem to be pushing the buddies, Drew and Seamus. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But AJ interrupted anyway. It's the end that we want to talk about. So, AJ interrupted, hit the phenomenal forearm, gets the DQ win for Drew and Seamus. And then they all beat down. And the AJ was yelling at Miz to cash in. That Starship pain onto Drew. Skull crushing finale. And then the big, you know, scary dude that they've got outside, the seven-foot guy, was like, grabbed the briefcase. And AJ was giving it to the ref. And then Miz was like, he's not ready. And blah, blah, blah. And then Drew got up and smashed him over, all over the place. Claymore to Miz and Morrison over the top rope. I am guy... scared to see that big dude wrestle. Yeah, he's a big dude, isn't he? I'm scared he's going to have the mobility of Kevin Nash or Greg Holly. Yeah, I think he might do. Because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we need to see something. Like he pulled AJ out of the ring and was just carrying him on his shoulder. And he was yelling that he's lucky that 
His friend has got his back and stuff. Okay, the AJ yelling from the guy's shoulder was quite funny, though. I have to say, I was roaring. Um, Breaking a covenant yeah. is going to be the last thing we talk about today. You're done. We're all done with this one. Yeah, well, Rory's done. So, Ranji, yeah, what's the last thing you want to talk about? Okay. So, Kevin Dash. <laughs> okay. I don't have an idiot of the week, but I got a. Why was this guy pushed? Why was Kevin Dash ever pushed? I've gone back and I've watched so much old wrestling this week just because I felt like it. Yeah. Kevin Dash sucks. He's not good. What, really? You think that whole title run is Diesel? What year was that? 94? Fucked up the powerbomb on Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. He had one, one job. Jackknife Shawn Michaels. And he dropped him on his shoulder. Yeah. And he really did fail selling the super kick. Like, he was a long way out from Shawn Michaels. A, was that when he went the, at the Rumble, weren't it? At the Rumble. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. That title run was really good. Like, the matches with Brett was good. Not to mention, he's the only guy I've ever seen. Terry's fucking quad trying to make a tag. Yes. But, I'm sorry. As fucked up as it sounds, it is one of my favorite botches to watch because the dude just came back from a tricep injury. His big return in his multi-man tag match. He gets the hot tag. He's on fire. He's hitting people. He hits a big boot and he goes to make a run for a hot tag. <laughs> and he tears his quad and just goes, ah. <laughs> But do you, do you think that Kevin Nash just is become a name because he defected, not because of his talent? Do you think that whole WCW stuff made Kevin Nash and Scott Hall bigger than what they were? If he wasn't a booker for WCW, he wouldn't have gotten this push as hard. Yeah. Look at the shit. I always thought like Scott Hall was a good performer. If you watch like any sort of botchamania or botches type things, he is on them constantly. There was one time he dropped the. He tried to do it with his bad fucking knees. He could jackknife the giant. (laughs) He dropped him straight on his head. (laughs) What? What? The giant in WCW, who was probably like four and four and something, four hundred something pounds, and this dude has had like multiple knee surgeries. Thought, why not lift them up for a power bomb? <laughs> so we're saying that Kevin Nash wasn't as good as. But do, do you think people know that? Like, I don't know the stuff with Diesel, the stuff with Taker, stuff with Brett. No, it's probably terrible. It's probably the people he's working with. I could, okay. I, I don't know. I liked Diesel. I, I wasn't I wasn't a big ha- hater of Diesel. But to be fair, yeah, like, all, all the stuff he yeah. did after that was pretty bad. Like, the end of WCW and had a good everything after. He had a good match with Undertaker at Mania. Yeah. Give you that. <laughs> but that's because he, sh- he showed good emotion after getting rolled up by... Hitman, and he's just sitting but, there, and he's like, "Fuck it, motherfucker." <laughs> but the thing is, and it's it's Undertaker. Undertaker can take shit and make a sandwich out of it. Yeah, he's had some really bad WrestleMania matches. 
that he's turned around and just made at least something out of it. King Kong Bundy. Nobody, nobody realized he wrestled King Kong Bundy. That's no, true. King Kong Bundy. So Kevin Nash, you're not as good as you think you are. Gio has said. Because <laughs> it's funny, actually. There's um, there was a guy. I don't know why I was watching. I think it was. I think it was just something on Twitter. And uh, Luther, the guy that's in AEW now, obviously Luther was just um, he was talking about how rubbish his time in WCW was. Um, he hated all his time there. It's just funny. Like um, I can't remember. I didn't even realize that he was in WCW. He was in WCW. So, yeah, I didn't realize that he was. Apparently, he had what? some matches towards the comp the end of the company's run, and said that it was just a disaster. I didn't even realize that he was in WCW. So I want to go back now and find where Luther um, actually is. <laughs> I want to find him on WCW. Yeah, apparently so. So I was yeah scrolling Twitter for news. And uh, I think he did it with like Fightful Select or something. And he did, yeah, he was said about how much he wasn't fond of his time at the end of WCW, W Company's run. Um, and like his future plans and stuff. I've never seen him on a Nitro. No, but apparently he was there towards the end of the company's run. So I'm thinking maybe a worldwide or a Saturday night. Maybe, but. He, they, he was talking did, about it like it was common knowledge because he was like, oh, I didn't have a really good time there. Because they, they did bring in people like Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles to do like Saturday nights and shit at the end there. Yeah, so maybe he's on there. But I'm going to go find I'm gonna go find Luther. That's my mission for the week. And I'm going to see what matches he had. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Um, right. And I think on that note, Kevin Nash, you're not as good as you think you are. Gio has said. And that's going to end us this week. Next week, obviously, will be the full review of NXT War Games, plus all the other wrestling. Um, and then Gio's going to tell us which other one of our amazing baby faces have been heels. We've already got Hogan and Austin. I've been noticing. <laughs> and then he's going to watch a load of Greg the Hammer Valentine matches. So it'll no, all be fine. Stop. <laughs> I want Honky Tonk, man. Give me Honky Tonk, man. Where's the fun in that? Craig the Hammer matches. I want. I, want, I actually do want to go and see this Ronnie Garvin match now. I'm actually going to dig that out before I stream. So, yeah, I'm going to go find that. Right. And on that note, Gio, I'll see you next week, my man.